Sabretooth, and you are listening to Base Agenda. Agenda episode 192. Hope you're doing well. Two hours of power for you today. Kicking off the show in hour one with New York producer Heidi Sabretooth. Fantastic producer making some seriously monstrous techno and electro. Released on uh, Lobster Theremin, Serotonin, a few other labels, and more stuff coming up in the uh, pipeline too. Also, just on a remix for Cyber Rain, UK producer. That's coming out on uh, Diffuse Reality. I'm going to keep talking to a minimum. Heidi's made it nice and easy for me. We're going to have a blast through her own material. Then check out her influences and a couple of tracks that have blown her away lately. And in the second hour, dark, hefty electro mix from Dutch Prince of Darkness, RX Mode. Thank you. 
up probably, you know, swimming in music in my mother's womb. <laughs> Both of my parents are musicians, um, but you know, they're all, they're very much on the classical side of things. Um, my dad worked in a instrument store. Um, he worked fixing instruments. And I remember going in there and seeing the violins, the little violins, and I think I convinced them to get me a violin when I was five. They said, you have to wait till you're five. <laughs> so I started violin at five, and um, I was, like, excited to perform. I liked music. You know, my dad was the music educator in my tiny town, so I learned a lot of instruments, trumpet and um, a little bit of piano and stuff, and um, I was always messing around trying to make my own stuff. of our family's you know music making was always to replicate someone else's music you know um, that's what classical music is you know you're like reperforming the music that these dead white dudes made um, and I wasn't super interested in that I was much more interested in like coming up with my own stuff and improvising a lot of improvising so um, actually uh, I started to make my own stuff on the piano, just messing around because we had a couple pianos because my mom taught pianos. But my dad also, um, because he wrote these marching band cadences for the, the town band, <laughs> um, he bought a Roland uh, drum machine, like a primitive old Roland drum machine. It was not the famous 909 or whatever, trust me. It was a smaller thing, and but it was something that I could record onto and I do remember going out there maybe when I was like fifth or sixth grade 
starting and you know making my own little drum beats and there was no thought of like you know this is what I want to do with my life making beats or something I just was really just interested in it small town like 2,000 people and very in the middle of nowhere you know in the Midwest and of, of, um, of the United States and it just wasn't really any role models for me maybe especially because I was a woman um, too like producers like that just never really um, occurred to me um, I always joke that I grew up in the, the little town uh, in the movie Footloose because <laughs> people were very um, religious and conservative there and not so much my parents but um, like the county actually banned MTV from being a part of like you couldn't even get MTV you had to like drive 200 miles away to find some place where there's MTV so I, I grew up a little bit in a weird censored world so I, I knew that I was being sheltered unnecessarily I felt it um, so pretty much as soon as I could leave I uh, was old enough I I headed out and was like I'm out of here <laughs> and I moved to New York so and then that's where I really discovered um, a lot but actually before I moved to New York I took a backpacking trip in a summer to Europe and that's really where I discovered dance music um, and kind of fell in love with, I don't know, the, the rhythm and um, also the community too. Um, you know, I really liked that, you know, when I was in the smaller, the Midwest sort of uh, bar scene, you know, I was already old enough to go to bars and just was such a, um, like they were just playing like a bunch of dumb pop music and it was more of a like pickup scene guys picking up chicks that kind of vibe and luckily like going to Europe and becoming immersed in the dance culture scene and the clubs there this is like the late 90s um I really was like whoa it's the vibe and you know it was more about the music and the community through distortion I definitely used um, my uh, ESX one my Korg um, beat machine to get some of those crunchy fun things I do remember doing that you know I have those soft pads it's my little emo emo track for you um, my emo electro track from the 2019 lobster Thurman release <laughs> Thank you. 
that's an older um, song on Lost Soul Enterprises label, which is actually, I'm a resident of Lost Soul Enterprises, and here it's a New York City label and party promoter. Um, that was actually my first EP, actually, in 2018. The funny thing about that one is I used the S the SQ1 into my SH101 and I put it on like I think what's incorrect voltage uh, I'm not sure but anyway I, I nothing's ever happened wrong to it it just sounds like a pretty crazy squawking <laughs> so um, that's what I like about New You
watching that was out of my lobster theremin release in 2019 i love i like this track i mean all the tracks that i chose um were made really really fast (laughs) and i think that um my favorite tracks or tracks that i think really turn out well are always the one that i almost have no memory of making it's like there was some other body experience that happened like I think they took you know a a few hours and then maybe some like mix down at the end but um, yeah I don't know there's some something that happens that's good that I kind of lose myself (laughs) in the whole experience of it so um, your eyes are watching was definitely one of those that I, I almost don't even remember making it. I just remember listening to it afterwards and be like, oh, this sounds pretty good. <laughs> Thank you. 
Dark Adaptation. That's off my newest record off of um, UFO Incorporated, which is Ellen Alien's um, side label. And yeah, that one was very, very fun to make. I kind of walked in. I was like, I want to make a very gnarly acid touch SH-101 line. And it just happened pretty fast. And I just added some symbols. And there you go. And I really like those kind of songs because they, I don't know, I use them a lot in my DJ sets. years and um, I feel like the the flow of people coming in um, there's always new people um, I, I really welcome that I think that um, I've found a good core group of, of people um, to throw parties with and to um, make music with here and I think people are open to newness in New York I think that um, that is one of the things that keeps us fresh and has kind of helped us to um, make the best out of things. Like, um, you know, we did just go through, we're going through this quarantine weirdness and stuff, but I'm really hopeful because especially the bars and stuff and Bossa Nova Civic Club, for instance, is such a home base for our scene. And to have that closed, it's been sad not to see everybody <laughs> like um and you know there's other other places good room and weird science and these sort of parties and places and people that um you know you you depend upon seeing and, and sharing in community so i'm looking forward to things to return back to a you know in-person dynamic i do miss that but 
I, I think we will return and I, our scene is, is strong. studio. I haven't had a studio that I traveled to for many, many, many years since I was in bands. Um, I have collected pieces of hardware the whole time. I have a Korg Electride ESX-1 for my sample beats, my beats and stuff. And um, I have, of course, the SH-101, which is my um, acid machine. And that's, you know, 1983, I think that was made. Um, I use the Octatrack as my brain and sequencer and stuff. And also, I have like a TR8 that I do some symbols and stuff with. Um, and I have a DX200, which is um, a pretty fun machine as well. And then some other stuff and a lot of guitar pedals. I like came out of, you know, a lot, like I said, I was in band. So um, I started just experimenting with my guitar pedals on the beat machines and I thought this was like revolutionary. <laughs> I thought, I was like, wow, I'm really coming up with something, hooking up all this pedal delay chain, you know, overdrive pedal and stuff to, uh, but then I, once I started playing out I, and going out a little bit more, I realized, oh, other people are doing this too. <laughs> um, but I still use that process, like everything is hardware. Um, I record pretty much straight into Ableton and Ableton is used for, you know, some mix down, some light editing. Try to do things pretty much in a couple takes. I like things to feel live, um, so I design it all in the machines and then I play it live. And like, usually I could do it in about, um, I'll record a few of the things on what the first take, then I'll overdub 
maybe a few more things. Um, just I'm not an octopus, you know, so it's hard for me to do what I really want to achieve with all the live, real-time things all in one take. Um, although that is kind of how that is how I perform live. Um, but for a recorded work, I like to have a little, little bit of nuance, um, you know, slowly, gradually um, moving things. I feel like you can hear the hands on the knobs. Um, in music, and I really like that. I also like little happy accidents. I like the feeling of live. I like to use, I mean, everything's pretty much hooked up to guitar pedals still, and I like to, you know, use those in real time for um, crescendos and um, swells of reverb and really use that as an instrument as well. So, um, yeah, I feel like I try to get as live as possible but also still um keeping hopefully things like sl- functional i mean the point of dance music is to um move your body so i think i like i like to also you know have some clear um things that really function well Sabretooth so far. Next up, we're going to check out her influences. Bjork Pluto came out on the Homogenic album, and like it was a major um, influence for me. Like the roughness of it, um, the glitchiness of the beats, the fast tempo, like everything appealed to it, uh, appealed me to it, and it was really raw. And but then also she sings in this delicate way. Um, I just remember that was my favorite song on that whole album, actually. When it would come on, I would be like, it's time to rave, you know? <laughs> and I didn't even know what rave meant, but it was, you know, it really um, got me like feeling emotional, like I could get something out with that, you know? Um, so, yeah, Bjork, major influence.
listen to me. What we do here, it's fucking essential. It's like oxygen. The world's dying of a thousand heart attacks. We heal them up. It's a goddamn public service what we do. It's not, it's not, that's the only reason to make music. Music, music, music. One of the first tracks I really, or really the whole album, Boards of Canada, um, Music Has a Right to Children, was super nostalgic for me, and I would listen to that whole album over and over again. But, you know, this track that I chose is just... I could have tracked, pick, picked any of the tracks, probably, but um, this one I love because the beats are really very interesting. It's got that um, classic synth, synth sound, you know, the analog synth. I think I was already interested in th- those sounds, which were different than some of the newer flashier pop music that was coming out i like that nostalgic sound um and it's yeah it's emotional it makes you kind of look into the distance and i love the pairing of that July, I have a three-track EP coming out on uh, 15.pm. Um, it's part of Globally Unlimited, but or Globally Limited, sorry. Um, but 15.pm is, well, it's a record label, but they always release with um, interactive videos on their website. So I'm really looking forward to that. It's Definitely check out 15.pm because 
already they have a really cool collection of the releases and you can um you know use your cursor and your mouse to uh, navigate those like online virtual real reality sort of spaces so i they're designing one for me and they have amazing artists that do this i don't know i guess there's going to be something about like ponytails in space i'm excited i'm excited to see it <laughs> i'm excited to release it and it's um actually new electro tracks that i have very electro so it's going to be fun and the other release that I'm really excited about, also um, we're soon to be in the process of shooting a video for that music video, proper music video, where I will be, my face will be in the music video. That's gonna be for Jacktone, um, which is a Berlin slash Detroit based label. Um, so that's, uh, yeah, Jacktone, it's gonna be out on, I think August 7th. I'm excited about it. it's four tracks, very personal tracks, Kind of all different styles of music of my range uh, it's not like i'm making drum and bass right now but <laughs> and there's other things to work because i've been trying to make as much music as possible during the quarantine of um, a couple of tracks coming out on compilations that are exciting and also some other works in progress um, some other you know even a full-length album Also, I chose um, Zephyr, who is um, a San Francisco-based artist, uh, Coup d'etat, and this new one off of Dark Entries, one of my favorite labels. Um, and I didn't realize until after I put this one and I said, oh, my choice was one of my formative tracks was Boards of Canada, how similar the sounds are. Amazing. of this the warble of that pad and um you know but then also that like fast beat underneath to keep the dance floor going i, I love the pairing of that that kind of 
tension between soft and like energetic. It's really fun. and Malpo Mazzacchetti. Um, that's a track off that Public System Recordings um, compilation. This track is just so fun. I really like it. It's not even like, I think it's maybe like not even quite four minutes. But when you have a good groove, you have a good groove. It's got that weird vocal sample thing, the slow down thing. And I really like music that has like a little bit of sense of humor. You know, I think it really almost like a sly sense of humor, a sinister sense of humor. Um, I think that's why Electro really appeals to me because um, 
you know, what is electro? I don't know. But I, I, good electro to me has some like uh, funny quality to it. Not not like hilarious, but just dark and light at the same time. Um, and also having some, I guess, like experimental type vibe to it. Um, I really, again, like I said before, I really like music that is not so perfect you know like all the edges are not squared out I really like it when I can hear the human quality in music So I'm on Instagram and all of the social medias, you know, and I post about what's going on, you know, as much as possible. Um, you can find me if Heidi Sabretooth, just Google me there or whatever. I'm, I'll be posting, I'll be posting, you know, <laughs> like we all are. <laughs>
So if you're listening to this on the uh, podcast version of the show, then you're going to get another section, a little bonus section of uh, Heidi Sabretooth. A couple more tracks she picked that we couldn't fit into the original broadcast version of the show. One more track that's really impressed her lately. And another influence for you from the hip-hop world. And then after that, we'll be checking out RX Mode in the mix. I had three picks on this, and since we're talking about, like, um, when you can hear the human, the, the other one that I um, chose was IBM, and that is uh, Lazona Morte. Um, that's off of um, Immortal Sin record label. And IBM is um, actually Jamal Moss. And this track, Lazona Morte, is just so awesome for that for that fact that it's just wild it's wild and you know you could hear um it's like kind of like a jam you know it's just intentionally like um having some rawness in there but it's got a real signature sound and um i'll really love jamal for that because um i I think you could usually tell a jamal moss track um there's always some um really um you know harsh awesome uh improv type style that happens in his tracks and and i i really enjoy that Oh, <laughs> 
kind of threw two honorable mentions in there because I was thinking of this question like what are my influences in the very beginning and I have to give a shout out to like um, DJ Shadow of course and uh, also like I just said Dr. Dre because honestly I listened to um, you know all that California rap music was actually like our rebel music back when we were growing up and uh, I learned a lot from listening to those productions um, you know and of course that's drawing from soul and that's drawing from all the whole lineage of um, black music in California but you know like learning and listening to the way that they would play beats and synth lines really was instructional I was you know the thing that drew me away from it a little bit was actually like the lyrics sometimes were very like sexist and um like it didn't make me feel that empowered even then I could tell that I didn't like that vibe but um definitely I was always just really keyed into hearing the sounds and like even where they were coming from I was like oh this is interesting like I can hear it in the headphones over here versus over there so um and then of course DJ Shadow was like helped me really realize like you can do a lot with samples and I remember reading about oh this is samples because I couldn't I heard the music I'm like how is he making all this like it's not a band you know so um that was really instructional as well just thinking of how to how to make music so I guess I was starting to already think when I was hearing these things like I would like to do this too I would like to also like try and my own creativity Biatch. Eh, what happened to baby? You look good now you carry. Long time I watch you, I'm a one chat you. I'm going like you know one chat to me. So what happened to you? Tell him what the fuck I'm going now. Creeping down the back street on D's. I got my Glock cock cause niggas won't ease. No soon as I said it, seems I got sweated by some nigga with a tech nine trying to take mine. You wanna make noise, make noise. I make a phone call, my niggas coming like the Gotti boys. Bodies being found on Greenleaf with the fucking heads cut off. Motherfucker, I'm straight. So listen to the play by play, day by day. Rolling in my phone with 16 switches. And got sounds for the bitches, cocking all the riches. Got the hollow points for the snitches. So won't you just walk on by? Cause I'm too hard to lift. And no, this ain't Aerosmith. It's the motherfucking DRE from the CPT. On a riding spree, a straight G. Hop back as I pop my top, you trip. I let the hollow voice commence to pop. Pop, pop, yeah Cause if it don't stop I have to put my shit in reverse Go back and take another spot Cause I'm rolling in my six four With all the niggas saying Hell yeah With all the niggas saying Hell yeah Just another motherfucking day for Dre, so I begin like this. No medallions, dreadlocks, or black fists. It's just that gangster glare with gangster raps. That gangster shit makes a gangster snaps. Uh, word to the motherfucking streets. And word to these hype ass lyrics and dope beats that I hit you with. That I get you with as I groove in my four on D's. Hitting the switches, bitches relax while I get my proper swerve on. Bumping like a motherfucker, ready to get my serve on. But before I hit the dope spot, gotta get the chronic, the Remy Martin and my soda pop. 
now smelling like Indonesia Bus stop full of fly bitches and skeezers On my dick cause my foe won't hit Pancake front and back, side to side and all that shit So when I crawl I comes correct Now if your bitch in my shit, it's your bitch you check nigga Now let the Chevrolet slide As I dip and make a trip to the south side, yeah Rolling in my six foot What all the bitches saying? What all the motherfucking bitches saying? Know what I'm saying? Check this out. The sun went down when I hit Slawson On my way to the strip, now I'm just flossing Checking my rear view, cause niggas they will do Jack moves, black fools, cause I smack fools Trying to set me up for a 211 Fuck around and get caught up in a 187 But I don't represent no gangbang Some niggas like lynching, but I just watch them hang So on and so on, why don't you let me roll on I remember back in the days when I used to have to get my stroll on Did nobody wanna speak, now everybody peeping out their window when they hear me beating up the street Is it Dre? Is it Dre? That's what they say Every single motherfucking day Yo, but I ain't tripping I'm just kicking it While my D's keep spinning And these hoes keep grinning I be rolling in my six foot What everybody's saying Hell yeah What everybody's saying Love and thanks out to Heidi Sabre too for taking part in Base Agenda. Seriously great music already out and a lot more to come. Make sure you keep an eye on her. Coming up next, in the mix, we've got RX Mode. Hold tight. This is RX Mode and you're listening to Base Agenda.
Bilbao.
this is Lego Welt. You're listening to Base Agenda.
this is Dave Clark and you're listening to Bass Agenda.
Dose, and you are listening to Base Agenda.
from RX Mode. Serious, powerful tracks in there. So much good music around at the moment. Keep an eye out for RX Mode releases as well. Mostly uh, released music on uh, Basic Gender Recordings, but he's also got some other bits and pieces out there. A couple of remixes for people as well. Well worth checking out. Thank you for listening. Hope you enjoyed it. The full show plus the track list will be up at some point over the weekend on soundcloud.com slash bassagenda bassagenda.co.uk and via iTunes as well have yourselves a good weekend take care catch you next time cheers <laughs>